0: Good morning and welcome. This is Pastor Lucy Painter with your daily insights. And in this series, we are going to talk about being at the battle front line. You know, in military terminology, a front line is the position closest to the enemy. It is the position closest to the area of conflict where the opposing sides engage We talked about that on Friday. The soldiers at the front line are always the first to come under fire. They are the first to get injured and the first to go low on armor. However well trained the soldiers are, the situation at the front line is unpredictable and can turn chaotic in an instant when you are on the receiving end. So this is not a joke. And in the story we are going to read today, we find the Israelites at such a position. We find them on the receiving end of the oppression that was being visited upon them by a king, the king of Babylon, a ruthless man who regarded himself as God. You know, some of the ancient kings regarded themselves and were even considered gods by their people and their cultures. People like the Egyptians, the ancient Egyptians actually believed that their kings would continue to rule over them even in the next life. Some were considered sons of heaven, descendants of gods. They were given names, characteristics of gods, and these claims legitimized their domination over their subjects. The king we are going to look at today was not different. Is the king of Babylon, and Babylon itself we are forced to reckon with. He had risen so high among men that he was called a bright star, the sun of the morning. He ruled over Israel with so much anger and oppression, and had outshone every king under the sun in splendor and might that it would have been incomprehensible to imagine that his kingdom could ever fall. But the story we are about to read begins with the judgment from the Lord against this king, the man who had for so long oppressed the Israelites. The reading we are going to read today has been interpreted in reference to Satan himself um, when he was thrown down from heaven, when he caused a rebellion in heaven. But at the same time, it is in reference to this king of Babylon because of the way he was oppressing the children of Israel. And so in our text today, we are going to use it in that context of the king of Babylon. We are reading from the book of Isaiah 14, from verse 12 to 20. The Bible says, All Lucifer, son of the morning, how you were cut down to the ground, you who weakened the nations. For you said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Yet you shall be brought down to Shaol, to the lowest depths of the pit. Those who see you will gaze at you and consider you, saying, Is this the man who made the earth tremble, who shook kingdoms, who made the world as wilderness and destroyed its cities, who did not open the house of his prisoners. All the kings of the nations, all of them, sleep in glory, everyone in his house. But you are cast out of your grave like an abominable branch, like the garment of those who are slain, thrust through with a sword, Who go down to the stones of the pit like a corpse trodden underfoot? You will not be joined with them in burial because you have destroyed your land and slain your people. The blood of evildoers shall never be named. Wow, tough judgment here. That text we have read is continuation of the judgment against the king of Babylon. That begins at the start of Isaiah chapter 14. You can read it at your own time. And as I said, the word Lucifer means the shining one. And this term that has often been used in reference to the star, Venus, the morning star, is the same star that was worshipped by the Babylonians. And Isaiah identifies the king of Babylon as Lucifer. Son of the morning. The prophet reflects on the sudden fall of the king who has defied himself in pride over his success, a fall that not a single person who knew the king could have contemplated. This was once a king whose power had raised him so high in pride, and he trampled down and destroyed nations. But the prophet says that he has fallen from the height of his glory. Imagine how the Israelites must have been feeling at the gloating of this man. These were people who had seen the saving hand of God at work. He had delivered them from Egypt. They had seen the providence of God in the desert. He had given them the land he had promised He had won many battles for them. As we will go and see battles by battles in this month, God had really fought battles for them. Yet, here they were in captivity under the rule of one of the most ruthless kings in history. Imagine how helpless they must have felt Standing before a man who had no regard for God or man. A man who can say, I will advance myself above every man. I will set my throne where you gather to worship. My power will be uncontrollable. I will extend my dominion and perpetually reign over you. I will be like the Most High. I will be like God to you. Imagine being in the front line. Poison yourself against someone with this kind of confidence, someone with this kind of power. What hope could you possibly have? But the word of God says, how fallen are you? How cut down to the ground you are. You shall be brought down to the lowest depth. You have made the earth tremble in your destruction. You shall be cast out. You shall be trodden underfoot. You see, the prophet Isaiah gives a rather poetic and beautiful description of the fall of the man who had once projected himself as being larger than their God. The man who had so many years tormented them and the man who had possibly made them question God. The man who had made them doubt if they will ever live as free people again. Remember, it, it was even past 70 years They were in in Babylon, and here he was, fallen from the mighty height of his glory. His power diminished. He had been rendered feeble. God had reckoned with him, and with the same passion that he he had risen against God's people, God had cast him down with the same passion. He fell down before the same people he had risen against. Right where he had drawn the line between himself and them, he fell never to rise again, never to be named again. He was brought to an irrevocable ruin, a definite end. And I know sometimes we find ourselves in positions that the Jews were in, at the front line, facing the things that scares us most. We find ourselves forced to navigate new terrain, doing things we would never have done in different circumstances, things that only a captive would do. We are deposed from our position, degraded until our lives lose meaning. You might have gotten into trouble you're in because it is as, as as a consequence of something you did, It might be that you have suffered despite being right with God and people. But it doesn't matter if you deserve the pain you're going through. It doesn't matter how large the force holding you down is. It doesn't matter how long you've been down. It doesn't matter how many people have failed to survive the battle you were in. The Bible says in Isaiah 14 and verse 1. I will have mercy on Jacob and I will still choose Israel and settle them in their own land. The desolation will come to an end because the season of restoration is upon. The enemy may ascend above the clouds. Your suffering may, be, may seem unbearable, but the Lord says, I will carry it down. I will cast it out. And when the season for restoration comes, people will look at you and ask, is this what we thought will bring you down? Is this what made you tremble? So hold on at the front line. Fight, for you do not fight alone. The Bible says that after the Israelites had crossed the Red Sea, before the walls of Jericho came down, the angel of the Lord appeared, to Joshua and, and and told him as a commander of the armies of the Lord, I have now come. The Lord who saved you before will save you again. He chose you before and he says he will still choose you. Hold on at the front line. Keep fighting. This is Pastor Lucy Painter with your daily insight and this is Baro's Frontline, day one. Shalom. Thank you for your continued support and encouragement to the making of the Daily Insights, reaching an average of 60 people a day with over 10,000 total plays. I invite you to partner with us by supporting this podcast through monthly or one-time donation. Your contribution will be used to sustain the episode subscription and hosting platform. My goal is to inspire and share insightful messages in our generation, empowering one person at a time each day to continue serving the purposes of God in our generation. Your support is highly appreciated. Click that support button now and give your support. You can support with $1, $5, or as much as you are able to give. Blessings.